go out to LA. Somebody need to do a song for LA. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, huh? I said, me and the missus finally went on a date. We finally did it. Yes, we did, people. Uh, we had company. We definitely had company this time around. Went back to L.A. And you know the wife don't like going back to L.A. I don't like to go back to L.A. unless I got to go get a haircut or go to work. Um, so we were chilling with the... Now, I don't want to pronounce their they name wrong, the last name wrong. My boy LJ going to kill me for this one. Is it Nesbitt? I think it's Nesbitt. So I'm, are we chilling with, with, with the Nesbits. Uh, you know what? I'm going to call them the LJs. I'm going to call it the Buckethead King and Queen. Straight out of Louisville. Um, and been planning this for quite some time. Well, I mean, they, you know, LJ was recently out here. And um, he came back, brought his wife. They went to San Diego, enjoyed San Diego, I'm assuming. Um, San Diego is a beautiful city. I just don't like their freeways. They drove down, came to the crib, gave him a quick tour of the Taylor's Castle. Nothing much to see there. Upstairs was a mess. Uh, they got to meet Bailey, and they saw Case and Nano. Um you know, Bailey being the shy. If, if they would have gave her some food, or they would have been, if they would have gave her some food or one of their phones with YouTube and one of those uh, corny cartoons, then she would have been kicking it with them. Uh, so yeah, we we planned this date uh, for a while. We couldn't figure out which restaurant we was gonna go to because the area that you know that we stay in it's it's a lovely area. It's very quiet, uh, but they're still building it. Um, you can see plazas and shit like that popping up where they're building a hotel right now, not too far away, uh, right next to the, one of the soccer fields that we have. Um, so, yeah, the, the city is still in development, in the development stages. And even around us, you know, the cities around us don't have, they do, but I guess what, for what we was trying to eat, I think we narrowed it down to like, you know, either Chinese food or, um, you know, uh, seafood, you know, shit like that. I mean, it was just over for the past couple of weeks, it was just trying to figure out what exactly was, you know, what we were going to eat. And I assume, me and a white both assume because they drove from San Diego to my house. Cause from my house to San Diego is a, is a rough, uh, I say roughly about hour and a half, close to two hours, you know, with some traffic and stuff like that. Not too far away. Um, so with them driving down and then we drove to LA, which you can add on another, uh, hour because it takes us, you know, about 45 minutes to an hour to get to LA. Um, we did, we just assumed that they didn't want to, you know, do anything else, but uh, apparently they did. So we went out, I took them to, we took them to one of the, uh, one of our low keyers and the night started off, uh, pretty weird pretty weird. Now, we pride ourselves on not dealing with certain type of 
racism or, um, you know, anything like that, especially out here because it's such a mixed gumbo pot. You got like so many different races and, and, and cultures and shit like that. And we like California people eat everybody's food. You know, so it's never a problem with us, you know, adjusting to menus and things like that. So we go to our little our little spot, you know what I'm saying, which is called the warehouse. It's right off the Marina Del Rey, uh, you know, right off the water. You know, some boats over there. Uh, they got a solid menu as well. They have a live band inside. Um, you know, it's, it's real cozy in the inside, but on the outside, I wanted to sit outside uh, we tried to catch the sunset. We actually did catch the sunset, but we was on the freeway when we caught it. But I wanted to catch the sunset while we were sitting down. But, you know, I, I, obviously it was just time wrong. Not, you know, it, it, nothing we could have really done is just, you know, everything would have probably had to been bumped up maybe an hour prior. Um, but it still worked out, you know, um, setting eight and we ran, like I said, um, I don't want to get off of it, but we did run into a little, uh, what do you want to call it? A situation, um, where this lady, um, you know, the, the tables were close together, which, so if the tables are close together, that means the seats will be close together, which means soon as someone, you know, scoots out, they won't have much room to get up, stand up or whatever. So we were trying to sit down and it just so happened that they were sitting on that side next to the party next uh, you know the the party that was next to us and this grumpy ass lady was just she acted like but you know what i must say this for anybody that come here there's a there's a certain group <laughs> out here that's not necessarily from out here you know but there's a group that stays out here and i don't even want to throw their race out ethnicity or whatever i don't want to throw that out there but there's a certain group of people that feel like uh, it's, a, it's a different type of privilege. You know what I'm saying? Like, white people don't even get that type of privilege out here. Like, white people got white people privilege, but out here, they don't, you know, the ones that's born and raised out here, the ones that have been staying out here for a very long time, they adapt to how this California life is. So if you are an asshole, maybe even racist or something like that, you keep that shit in the inside. See, the gang culture is still alive and the ignorance will turn up real quick. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of black people are connected to the gang culture um, and the people that and the black people that's not connected to the gang culture. Well, they probably got as much money as you have or even more. So, like I said, there was a group of people uh, and I wouldn't even say the folks, all of them, because apparently her husband or whoever he was to her was like, yeah, she, he just, he went about it like, she on that bullshit again, just let's adjust this shit, let's fix this shit, you know what I'm saying, because the lady is looking at LJ's wife like, well, what do you want me to do, bitch, get up, <laughs> get your ass up, let's adjust some shit, you know what I'm saying, mind you, I had already had an edible, so we pulled, oh, that's another thing, we pulled over so LJ could smoke, <laughs> And we was on a time schedule. We was 30. Everybody thought that everybody except for me, I knew the real time. Everybody else thought that the reservation was for 730, but it was really for seven o'clock. And uh, like I said, it takes us roughly to 45 minutes to an hour to sometimes an hour and a half to get to L.A. And that depends on the traffic building up. And most of that shit is the traffic 
coming into LA off the 10 freeway. Um, and so LJ, I, but L, and I got to salute him because I, I understand where he comes from. He had this vision in his head of how he wanted shit to go. And he wanted to ride off into the sunset, riding into LA, just on a cloud. And so we pulled over. We got on the freeway, get right off. He leaned against the car, puff, puff, passed it to himself because nobody else wanted to smoke. I took an edible before I left the house. So by the time we got to warehouse, that shit had already. Matter of fact, by the time we got to the 10 freeway entrance, uh, um, you know, coming in, I was already on cloud. I was already on the cloud, mind you. So I know I fast forward and I'm, and I'm probably jumping all over the place, but it was just so much that happened. Um, that I might, it, it might just happen like that. I might just go back and forth. Um, coming into LA or whatever, you can see the skyline. You can see the skyline from a distance. You can see the skyline from like Montebello. That's a city, uh, going, you know, that you go through going into LA and, you know, East LA, Montebello, those cities right there. Um, so you can see the skyline from there. We pointed it out again. The sun is setting. So, you know, the sky is looking like, you know, like a burnt orange turned into like a little bit of purple and a like a, a dark purplish red. Looking real beautiful. You can see the skyline. We pull in. Um, and then now once you pull in and you get on from the 10 freeway to I mean, well, when you continue and you pass the 110 freeway, once you pass the 110 freeway. Now you're looking at, um, you know, you're not too far from USC. You're passing the, 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 the Adams. I mean, not the Adams, but you're passing like the Normandies, the Westerns, the Crenshaws and stuff like that. And that's where my wife, who was, uh, to me, I thought she was a great hostess. Um, as we did a, uh, a mixture of breaking out where we came from, how we met, shit like that, the areas that we grew up in, the schools that we went to, the gang cultures, how our, our nicknames are tied to the gang culture, all kind of shit. And the funniest thing of the night, the funniest thing well, of the day, that whole day, was LJ wife saying, are asking, is this the hood? It's the way she said it, how loud she said it, and it was just, it, it, the shit was hilarious to me. Like I said, my edible had already kicked in by that time. Had already kicked in by that time. LJ on, LJ on the other hand, <laughs> who made the joke? I mean, well, who made what she said funnier? Um, again, him, his boy Cox, especially Cox, they do a little bit more setting. Well, Cox is, I think that nigga's an FBI like agent, not even an informant. He's an agent because that nigga knows some shit that he he knows some shit that the 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 typical tourist is not supposed to know. <laughs> or I mean, not I ain't gonna say not supposed to know, but they don't dig that deep. But he does, which is a very good job or whatever. Uh, but LJ just rolling with it, you know what I'm saying? The LJ is 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 more well versed with. Um, you know, well, at least more well-versed than his wife and what goes on in the city and things like that. And we didn't go to none of the hood landmarks or anything like that. It was more of a, more of a upscale dinner. Uh, and then we decided to do Hollywood. Um, and I have forgot for like a couple of times, uh, which I'll get to that part, but, um, 
we had to realize that. Oh, besides, oh, but getting back to the whole uh, dinner thing, though, the dinner was. Uh, I think the dinner was cool. I think the dinner was fine. Like you know, it's it's not a uh, the warehouse is. It's a. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Like I'm not sure if it's just seafood because you know they had burgers and all other kind of shit. But it was pretty good. I think the food is pretty good at the warehouse, and it's, and it's more about the scenery than anything. Like the food is good. Don't get me wrong, but you know, uh, we were just trying to find something that would, you know, with some flavor to it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we don't have any like upscale like black restaurants like that you know what i mean like yeah yeah we don't have any uh like four or five star restaurants that's you know owned by black people you know uh we do have some some you know we got the serving spoon and 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 that's fire you know and then we got some creole um some Creole joints and things like that, but I'm not, they're, they're more like cafes and, and things like that. And, and there's some hidden spots, but we went to more of a, and we wanted to go to a more, uh, respectable area and things like that. And Marina del Rey is just a solid, you know, just a, a cool place. Um, and, you know, I, if we, if I would have known that we was going to do like more after, then I probably would have bumped the reservations up maybe an hour, hour and a half earlier. And then we could have did like, you know, that extra hour, hour and a half, we could have did a lot because we actually, it's not much to do, but I took them to Hollywood because they wanted to see the, uh, they wanted to see the Walk of Fame and we went to the, the famous, uh, Chinese theater, um, went to one of the, uh, one of the souvenir, uh, shops, the biggest one they got down there. And, I talked to my wife after after everything was said and done, and then that following day, Sunday, we at home resting and shit like that. I told her I hopped in the shower, and I was like, you know what? I had to re I had to realize a couple of times that, um, you know, I have people here with me, so I had to, you know, get back in in that you know tourist bag as well because it's not like we see this stuff every day. But it's like there every day for us to go see. And once we've seen it like once or twice, that's it. Uh, Hollywood was never a thing for us except for like going to the clubs. And that's during the college years. And, um, you know, Sunset was cool. And Sunset was a thing that was a part of our college years as well. Because, you know, it used to be bumper to bumper. People walking the streets on both sides of the streets. You got lounges, clubs, uh, strip joints restaurants everything is open is it's kind of like the sunset is kind of like the vegas strip but with a lot more rules and restrictions and things like that of course vegas strip is infamous for drunk people drunk high walking down the street and is is the stories are going to be a little bit different sunset is more of it's a little bit more upscale you got to dress. Not, and when I say dress, I, I don't mean you got to put on a goddamn suit or even be casual, but you got to be looking nice. Like, everything got to be fresh. If you're going to throw on some jeans and some kicks or some sweats and some kicks, like, you got to be looking dope during the sunset run. You know what I'm saying? And also, we used to do from, we used to do the cringe, we used to do the shawl and then go to sunset. You know, so the shawl is basically all black people, all hood black people, Crenshaw. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to have, 
you're going to have modified Hondas and you're going to have Lolos out there and you're going to, you might have a few sports cars and shit like that. Uh, but then when you get to sunset, that's when you're going to see the Bentleys and the Ferraris and, you know, rims and shit like that. And you just, for like, um, like two, like, I want to say about two miles, two, maybe three miles of the, of the Sunset Strip, uh, then going on the Hollywood Boulevard, you go see some weird shit, which they did. And we, one thing that, and I must tell the LJs, we paid closely attention to y'all because we wanted to see how y'all adapted to this, this shit. Now that night was pretty calm or whatever, wasn't much going on. Um, but a typical popping Hollywood Boulevard, Santa Monica Boulevard, like that shit get it can get crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because you're talking about uh a mixture of people that is, you know, out there. So you got niggas in costumes, uh again, you got a mixture of tourists, then you got a mixture of party people. Uh UCLA not that far away, you know what I'm saying? So you're gonna have some UCLA kids out there. And it's just packed, you know. They got one. They probably got the filthiest McDonald's in all of L.A. Um, the busiest one. Um, so we just we just made sure we pay close close attention to y'all uh, because <laughs> because uh, we knew that it was going to be somewhat different or whatever. Um, uh, and again, like I said, if we would have had more time, then we probably would have left Santa Monica Boulevard and went to, uh, you know, Santa, I mean, uh, yeah, the Santa Monica Pier instead of, you know, stay, instead of staying in Hollywood for a while, we probably would have went to the Santa Monica Pier. I, I love the promenade. Like people go to Santa Monica to go to the pier. I love to go to the promenade. Like I grew up, I ain't gonna say grew up, but from, I want to say my, my young adult. My young adult years, when I was working for FedEx, like, um, it was just, man, the promenade, I just fell in love with it. It's just so, it's just a beautiful little stretch. The, the, I think the promenade is probably like a mile long, if that, you know, and then they made some major upgrades to the mall, um, next to the parking structure, but it's just, it's just cool just to be walking and then, uh, a lot of people have paid permits out there to perform. So you have a couple of singers and dancers and shit like that. And I'll tell you this, the performances on the promenade is much different, much different than the performances, um, on Hollywood Boulevard. Hollywood Boulevard, you're going to have all kind of random shit. You know what I'm saying? Like if you wanted to see some crazy shit, just go on Hollywood Boulevard, go on Santa Monica Boulevard. Um, that's where you're going to get the, the hype parties. Um, and it, it's just a lot, it's, it's just an active, active little area over there off of Sunset, over there off of Hollywood Boulevard and over there off of Santa Monica Boulevard, very active, uh, area. So, um, we got out of there, we got out of there and, um, basically that was, I mean, that was basically it. That was basically it. Um, I think next time we're going to go to maybe the Glen Ivy. Uh, the Glen Ivy, and then it was something else that we had brought up besides the Glen Ivy. Something else. I forgot what it was. Uh, it might have been, oh, and the Wine Safari. The Wine Safari, which both of them are uh, on 
opposite sides of the goddamn planet. So the Glen Ivy is 45 minutes away from my crib, going the opposite way of L.A. Um, and then the wine safari is in Malibu, uh, down the street from Pepperdine. So, um, yeah, that shit is in the... <laughs> That shit is in the boondocks. That shit is in the boondocks. But I think they will enjoy that, feed some animals, drink six glasses of wine, uh, and then go to Glen Ivy, uh, enjoy the spa, get in, like, different type of pools and jacuzzis, and they got a live band as well, and you can get some uh, wine-based drinks there and some food, uh, chill in the sauna. Or the steam room, take a shower, get a massage, the whole nine. I think that's going to be on the next one. But we're supposed to be meeting up with them soon in November, partying in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that me and my wife did learn. This is this is crazy how cultures cross and clash is that they were really as a as a as a couple, as a married couple, they were really into the uh, Louisville game, the Louisville football game. And that just shows the different type of, I'm, I'm not going to say passion because when it comes to my Raiders, Lakers, UCLA, um, you know, my UCLA sports, like I love them. You, you can't tell me nothing. But it's such a wide variety of just, it's so many goddamn teams out here. Like I got friends at USC, USC, and then they like other football teams. Uh, we all, for the most part, we all share the same basketball team, but you still have Golden State. You, you still got the Clippers. You still got the Kings. Um, and then you got the Lakers. You got the Clippers. Uh, you got UCLA football and basketball, USC football and basketball, um, Stanford. It's just, it's, it's, it's just shit everywhere. The Dodgers, the Angels, uh, the Giants, the the A's, like, it's so many teams out here, whatever. But Louisville, that's their team team. Like, that's their team, you know, and you got to respect it. And I and I want to say they was playing against an opponent that could, that could put up some points. And when I say that goddamn game went down to the wire, I think they was on the road while the game was going, while it had started, and the game did not end until we got our food, until we got served our food and we started eating. The game wasn't over until then. So they was, it seemed like, it, it made sense like they were on edge. <laughs> they were on edge. So they, it was a mixture of uh, wanting to, you know, pay, paying close attention to their football team and um, soaking in the L.A. experience. And again, L.J., had, that was his, I want to say that was his second team. I mean, second team, second time being out there. But it was, it was during the evening time. Um, and it was with the wife, you know, when he was with the fellas, it was, you know, it was, it was still in the afternoon and we went to a lot of hood spots this time around. He came with the wife dinner date, you know, we soaking in all the nostalgia, like all that, you know what I'm saying? All that. So, so yeah. And now we get to do the Vegas experience. And I must say, first of all, shout out to my wife because, LJ gave her the ox cord. So let me just say this, okay? LJ gave her the ox cord. Not a problem. Not a problem. But I'm just letting you guys know something about my wife and her music. She has a very small library. What is that? Like, I have over, 
I I have over two thousand songs, right? Two thousand plus songs. She probably has anywhere between one and one fifty. A hundred and hundred and fifty songs. And I listen to a wide variety of, of music and I would say she has an ear for certain type of music. And one of those is ratchet. Like the ratchet shit. The ratchet of the ratchet shit. So as soon as LJ passes her the aux cord, City Girls pop right on. And that's the cool part about it. The inside joke, which I don't think we told them, but the inside joke that we was laughing about was there's a song that always comes on at the most inappropriate time or just a funny time. So, and that's Tiana Taylor, uh, that, that worked that pussy song. So it goes to her last project, you know, the one with seven tracks. Um, and she got a, she got a track on there called work that pussy. And, <laughs> and it, that song has came on, uh, you know, picking up kids from basketball games. That song has come on just randomly, right? So, City Girls came on, which was probably a little bit less ratchet than Work That Pussy, but nonetheless still um, under the ratchet category. Um, and, and, and that's the introduction to my wife right there. My wife dressed up well, nice, casual, you know what I'm saying? And next thing you know, see the girls come on. Um, but it was dope. And we're used to doing like couples things because there's a couple that doesn't stay too far away from us. And we're going to go back and have the brunch at the warehouse. But I think we need more of that. I think we need more of that. And I, and I had came up with an idea, but I never said anything. But the idea was, was to meet more couples and to have, you know, brunch or dinner in those different cities and states. I think that would be dope. Now, the one thing is, like, my wife is very open, but not as open as I am. Like, I can sit around anybody. And even if even if we don't have a lot of things that we're interested in, um, like a joint interest in certain things, like say I met a cat, he didn't never play ball, never hooped or anything. I'm pretty sure I could find something, or it could be something that he does um, that I might find interested in or whatever. So I can carry, I can I I, I can carry a convo or whatever uh, for that night or whatever. Um, it's very hard to be around a couple that that um that just doesn't click. You know what I'm saying? And that wasn't the, the case with us. Everything was cool. We was laughing a lot and things like that. And even though it's that first time meeting each other and then meeting each other as a couple. I mean, that was my second time meeting LJ, L, LJ in person, but um but this was under a different setting and things like that. And especially when you add the wives, it's just a different type of see if it's going to work. You know what I'm saying, um, and I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. I think we need. I need. I think we need to do more of it. I w- I do want to go to Derby. The wife wants to go to Derby, so we're gonna see. We're gonna see. It's gonna be on them. We come out there and they uh and they show us around the city, and, and I know they got some good food out there. But it was dope. It was dope, and 
LJ wife definitely, the LJs definitely came through the hood. They wasn't in the hood, but they drove right through it <laughs> off the freeway. Um, and it was dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad they got to see Hollywood, Hollywood Boulevard, the uh, Walk of Fame, the Chinese Theater. Um, I, I think they definitely would have enjoy, enjoyed um, going to the pier. That's right up the alley. Going to the pier and going to the promenade. Can't it's, it, You can't miss with that. Um, I, sh- I should have thought about that in the beginning, but again, so shout out to the, I'm, I'm calling them the LJs. So shout out to the LJs, the Buckhead King and Queen, and shout out to the wife for being, uh, a phenomenal partner in crime, uh, in this whole dating night. And, and that's it, man. That's it. I mean, it was fun. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. So next one, the next one, we going to pay for parking. And, uh, uh, yeah. And, and, and they're going to show us around Louisville. And I need, I need, I need that food. I need that food for sure. But I must say this. Uh, my high didn't come down until probably until we just left the warehouse. So I was still on one when we pulled off, but I was good. I was good. Oh, and, I did get lost. So let me just say this. So as much as I be in Hollywood slash, you know, West Hollywood, Hollywood, Beverly Hills, that area, I be in that area a lot, especially with my clients because they like to go to that area of certain food spots and, you know, Amoeba is a huge record store that we got out here. That's dope. So I go a lot. And then from time to time, my clients would like to go to the Walk of Fame and to the Chinese Theater and shit like that. Um... But in the, in the evening time, I haven't been over there in that area in the evening time in a very long time. Man, I must have took this. I, and it was a back route that I had took before with my client because my client had showed me, listening to my damn clients. And halfway through, I'm like, this shit ain't right. But my pride said, keep going. <laughs> Man, we about to go all the way to goddamn heaven. I don't know where the hell. So I, I turned back around and I just went back to the route that, that I knew. Or whatever. So I apologize for that because that was a solid five minutes of time wasted. But uh, yeah, I definitely got lost in that. When it's dark, I'm like, God damn. I started seeing, like, I didn't recognize some of the shit that, that I be around in the evening time. But um, yeah, yeah. Other than that, it was a dope experience, man. So we got to do it again. Definitely got to do it again. Now, the Vegas one, stay tuned for that Vegas episode because I feel like. Uh, yeah, that one is going to be it. See, the difference between Vegas and L.A. is that in L.A., a lot of them joints is going to shut down at 2 o'clock. Now, people still going to be out. Don't get me wrong. They still going to be out in Hollywood. They're still going to be out on Sunset and shit like that. Um, but Vegas, you ain't got to go to sleep. It's not mandatory for you to go to sleep. In L.A., they trying to tell you after 2 o'clock, it's best that you get in the house. You know, we're about to patrol these streets. We're going we're gonna to make sure that y'all not acting ignorant in these high-class areas. Uh, but in Vegas, that shit go. <laughs> that shit go. <laughs> All right, y'all.